You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week for our second bonus episode, we're going to discuss our favorite and least favorite storylines of the series. This was hard. Yeah, it was really hard. It's hard to break it down. What? We have a kitten. <laughs> oh, Liz is, I see I'm her. sorry. Is, she, is he attacking Soli? No, he's laying on the blanket that she's in. So he's and now trying to dig in. Biting it. Yeah. Sorry. I just was like, oh, I know you're going for that. You're so smart. Okay, we're back. Yeah. So news to our listener family. We now have a third podcast. He's a kitten. He's a kitten. So kittens are different than cats. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just loving up he's his just, brother and sister. Yeah. And he's very he's very fast. Oh, it's, yeah. He's very vocal. It's Active. really it's very cute. It's a whole new ball. But we have to get used to it while recording because he's like, what's this cord? What's this microphone? And right now, Liz and I have all of our cords, all the cords piled, piled on top on of each other. Piled on the table. I'm actually yeah. going to take a picture. We're going to post it on Patreon because this is actually really funny. Because <laughs> we didn't know what to do. He just kept every cord he would swing at and then nibble and then put his claws. We're like, no. Yeah. Not our equipment. It's pretty funny. But anyway, we're not here to talk about cats. Maybe one day I'll have a podcast on cats. Podcat, pat cats, pets. <laughs> we're here to talk about the favorite and least favorite storyline. So like we were saying, this was tough. This was tough. I found myself finding challenges find, uh, with picking five top. Yeah. My bottoms were really easy. Same. I mean, I have a lot of bottoms, but I the my core five, I was like, yeah, these this this is me. But top five was really hard, right? And also, I mean, there's general ones right. like like we could go really really broad, which I didn't, which I didn't. I mean, maybe my number one is like semi broad, right? But other than that, I picked pretty specific things. Yeah, I know it's tough because it if hard. you're like, oh, when the Ryan starts to live with the Coens, and you're like. Well, yes, that's the show. That's the show. That's why we love the that show. show. Yeah. Right? Okay, so let's get into it. Let's start with our favorite. Now, I have six favorites. I didn't do an, I didn't pick a number, and none of these yeah, are in yeah. order. Mine are pretty much maybe first few or like higher than the rest, but there's no really specific order. Okay. Would you like to go first? Sure. And funny, you said when Ryan moves in with the Coens, very general. I Honestly, I put throughout the show, Ryan and Seth's relationship. And just how they instantly connected. And then really just Ryan's connections to everyone yeah, in Newport. Sure. My favorite storyline. It's like the way he interacted with everyone. Seth, the Coens, Marissa, even then towards the end of the seri- series, Summer, and then Taylor. And just he, like he literally touches everyone. And that's, I mean, but that is the show. So I guess it's a cop out. But that really was truly my number one Right. Plot of the whole series is like there. Yes, there are shows that do that, but this is a very specific plot to this particular show. So I copped out, but I did that one. It's not a cop out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. The birth of Chrismica. I also and the have tradition that. of Chrismica. I have that as well. So if I have any similar, I'm just gonna yeah pair we're, up we're with good. you. Yeah, you I can't mean, go wrong. This was the invention of the holiday. I always celebrated. Yeah, same. Right, so, right. We both come from the blended household. The blended household. So this, it really resonated and it was sweet. And every time there was a Chrismica episode, which happens in every season, you're like, that was a great episode. I mean, I told you the story and I'm hoping I told this story. But before I discovered Seth Cohen and Chrismica, I had National Krishish Day. Krishish, yes, right? I remember this. Which is December 17th, which is hysterical. That's Anthony's birthday. Right, I know, hysterical. Yeah, but I mean... And that just became a cultural phenomenon, Chrismica. Right? It did. Yeah. Definitely did. Like Festivus. Yes. For the rest <laughs> for of us. The rest of us. <laughs> um, I had Alex and Marissa. I wrote, but really just the whole story of Marissa Cooper, but this was one of my favorites. I also have that one on really? my list. Really? I absolutely love the Alex and Marissa dating storyline. I think it was very important. Extremely important. And I just really like Alex. I loved Alex. I feel like... They would have been good together if, like, the f- outside 
world didn't really yeah. get involved with right. them. So, uh, the most entertaining to watch, Oliver. This is also on my list. Yes, we're so insane. Specifically, I have Oliver's set of episodes, but not just for the drama, but because during all of this, we have growth in Luke. Yes. And Luke is the only one who has Ryan's We back. get Rook. We get Rook. And Luke believes in Ryan, and we have that friendship for I him. I love that. Me too. I picked, I, that, I just loved season one, Oliver, regardless of how crazy he was. I was like, this is so entertaining to watch. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I do care. But he was messing with our characters, and then Ryan didn't trust him, and then didn't trust Marissa. And it's like, it's so much drama, but also just you want to find out what's going on with this kid. Yeah. Really fun. So since we did our pilot rewatch, I have since then now I am binging the OC. Yeah, and you got up to him already. I so. already got up to him. I'm past him. And now we're seeing Marissa and Ryan deal with the aftermath of that, oh, yeah. which is... I understand both sides. You know, Ryan's not ready to forgive. And Marissa's like, why can't we just go back to normal? There's a lot of hurt there. It's tough. I see both sides. I'm like, Ryan, I feel you. And Marissa, I get what you want to happen. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's so entertaining. And I cannot believe that I'm actually rewatching the show. Even though uh, again. I just came off of it. But season one is so good, like we and were it's saying. it's been so far from us. It was yeah. a long time ago that we watched the the first season. And I, I told this off mic when I started my rewatch that I probably will stop after two. Three is a little fresh for me. And honestly, I don't need to watch four. That's exactly how I feel. And when I was going back, looking at the episodes, I feel like a lot of the ones I had in the bottom came from season three. Four, I feel like, didn't even exist know, in my top and or bottom. And we just did it, right? And we just did it. And so I really had to go back on one and two and kind of remember what was going on there. And I was like, wow, this feels like so far away. Right. And like a completely different show than what we just watched because we just watched four. I mean, we did watch the pilot, but right. it felt, I was like, whoa, this is like time jump, time warp. It's weird. Yeah. It was good. It was good to read like those blurbs and summaries. I'm like, oh man, Luke. This show's so good. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I really love Luke. I love Luke. And like Caleb. Who, who remembers Caleb so at fun. this point? He's yeah. such a fun character. So, um, and then the potential for Jimmy and Sandy opening up a restaurant. I also have it on Are my you list. Me? I love their friendship. So that's where I'm at in my rewatch. And I was like, you know what? Why didn't this go through? Was this just to prove that Jimmy can't that he is a failure? Yeah. But you know what? And I forgot that this happened. Sandy gets so gung ho about this happening, yes. and Jimmy's like. I don't think I should do this. Like, I'm going to screw this up. Like, he was very he hesitant. He told Sandy. He and, told him. And Sandy's like, no, no, Jimbo, let's do it. I need a friend. We're friends now. And I'm like, man, I wish this happened. Yeah. I feel like Sandy would have been good for Jimmy. Agreed. And like kind of kept him in line. But Jimmy ultimately couldn't get it together. Yeah. Uh, do you have any added top that we didn't discuss? Oh, is that all your top? That's my top Okay. Five. Yes, I do. I have specifically Seth giving blood to Ryan after the earthquake. Oh, yeah. I really loved... That whole storyline, and I guess that kind of goes to what you were saying of how Seth and Ryan and their whole foundation. And then one of my favorite overall storylines was the birth and how it went with the Atomic County. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really creative to add in that comic book element, graphic novel element. Uh, for like a nerdy kid yeah to be have his creative outlet and it really did go somewhere and it could have went even bigger if him and Zach didn't really like you know, yeah, mess with each other. But I thought that was very creative. Same. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, so least. <sighs> These are maybe in particular order. I'm not really sure now I'm looking at them. Um, Seth and the entire Brown situation. The line went on for too long. I also have that on my list. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if you go back to the episodes, I'm sure I was a fucking broken record every single week. I just couldn't get why we continually, like, once was enough. Then we still just like snowball this lie, this lie, this lie, and it's continuing. And then he, it's just, and do you think he's going to tell the truth? And then he doesn't do it again. And it was just so incredibly frustrating. Number two, Rebecca Bloom. The This also went on for too long. And Sandy was just so blind. It was really frustrating to watch as a Sandy lover. I mean, we all are Sandy lovers, right? There, I don't think there's one person out there. That's been like, eh, Sandy is definitely not my favorite or you, definitely. 
It just doesn't exist. You can't watch the show and not love Sandy. He's the dad. He's the That's best it. dad. Yeah. So watching him making the mistakes, I'm like, we all make mistakes. It was, I, I mean, do I did I want that mistake to happen for for Sandy? No, I, he could have made a mistake somewhere else. Uh, but I just didn't. The whole it was just so annoying, and I think it was like Kirsten wanted to go out for Valentine's Day. And like he was distracted and then what, taking her case. And it just was so frustrating. You know, now that you mentioned that, I wanted to add this to my favorite storyline. How much Kirsten loves, loves Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> I love that. And especially season one, Valentine's Day. And how it she's just so obsessed with it. And then obviously come season two, ruined from ruined. Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three. Sandy taking over the Newport group and possibly acquiring the hospital. Okay, the this longest was also plot. I think this ever. was on a lot of our listeners said the hospital storyline was just why. And just why? even him acquiring the Newport group in general. We know he took it over because it, Kirsten was in recovery and just everything was he's like, yeah, this makes sense for me. I'll just take it over. But really, it's like it wasn't a good part of your family and relationship. No. And and it just kept getting worse and worse. And even when Kirsten was there, she hated it. Like she, she, she loved working, but that whole aspect that work is just all she knew. Uh, Sandy kind of took that on later on, and it just was it was not fun to watch. He lost sight of who he was. Yeah, and so him going back to being a public defender was like the best. Oh yeah, you're like okay, finally he's home. Right. Number four, Taylor and Henri Michelle. I just didn't need that at all. The yeah, that entirety. almost made my list, and that's that could go on. I mean, again, I just picked five, but yeah, I also could have done without that. Just, we could have done something else with her character. Agreed. Not that. And number five, the existence of Jess, especially when she reappears. Ah, <laughs> Jess! Yeah, just her sucks. in general. I mean, when she fir- we first see her, she's already starting trouble. And then she has the audacity to come back and start stir up more trouble. And she's just associated with Trey and just, ugh. Yeah. I just can't stand her character. She was so manipulative, so annoying. Just it was like a fly. It's like, get out of here. And she just didn't go. Yeah. Uh, that was your five? That was my five. So just two to add to that. I could have done without Frank. Yeah, I could have. We didn't need him to come back into the show, into Ryan's life. Or, yes, he could have been a part of it. I personally don't, like, it's not one of my favorites. Obviously, Same. on the bottom. Same. I don't think about it often. Right. I forgot even that his dad yeah. comes back. And then the other thing is Ryan dating Sadie after doing- I almost put that. A lot of thinking. I was like, wow, I really just didn't enjoy that. And when he and her go to to Harper, his uncle, Uncle Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did not like that episode. Same. I didn't so. like that episode either. I almost put that on mine. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Do I care enough right. to put well, it on there? Right. Right. Because- it really, it was just such an in, intense relationship and yeah, just, it was right, it was right after Johnny, which it's like, you're coming off like the high slash low of that right. and you're like, wait, we don't really need this in the mix, like another, just, yeah, and then Johnny's dad. Yeah, I really didn't like any of that. <laughs> I didn't enjoy to watch it. Didn't need to come out, but. All right. So from our listeners, a lot of us had similar top favorites and bottoms. I'm sure. But I'm going to start off with Jillian. So her favorites, Chris Mika, Of course. Especially the first and second. The Oliver era. High drama, high payoff. Mm-hmm. Marissa shoots Trey. Oh, well, it's just like it brings up so, man- so many emotions. And they don't mm-hmm. like me personally as much as I enjoy it. Don't want to go there. Right. So I get it though. Yeah. All things Alex. Yes. Summer's journey back to Seth in season two. Yeah. Julie's sex tape. It was the 80s. I was young. I had no money. And it was the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> that, did you like that Lance era, though? That like It was like a f- maybe, what, four episodes, if that? I think it was fine. It added in drama with Caleb. You know? It did. And we did see him really investigating and knowing about Julie and the pictures and right that's pretty much when he was like finding out she wanted to divorce him and yeah Yeah. it was good times yeah really the entire first summer they spent together Tijuana model homes love triangles cotillion bromances and so much more yeah it's first first season right 
Ryan and Seth leaving Newport and coming back. Yeah, I could have done without them leaving Newport, even though I understand why they did that as writers. And I mean, Ryan went because Teresa was pregnant. And then Seth was like, I'm not staying here if Ryan's not here. So I got to go. Goodbye. Which was really frustrating and really heartbreaking for their parents. Oh, my God. So. Kirsten at the end of season oh, one. Uh, oh it's awful. God. Summer becoming an activist. Yeah. And Teresa and Marissa's kinship, which I agree love to. Love that. Love, love, love Teresa and Short-lived, but I really But always that. appreciate when they come together. Yeah, same. Her least favorites. Marissa dying. Yeah. Johnny dying. Yeah. Lindsay. Yeah, I didn't see. We both didn't add her. No. I just She didn't need to be there. No. Uh, Julie and Luke. Yeah, again, as cringy as it, as it is, Did it's not on my least... It's funny. I had that on my phone list. I had two lists going, the drive and the phone. And I did put Julie and Luke just because it's inappropriate. Yes. But also kind of entertaining. Yeah. You know. Julie and Frank. Mm-hmm. Probably my least favorite ship. Same. Mine. I don't know what. That's, that's a good question. I'll have to think really? about Really? Lindsay and Ryan is your over Julie? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one I was like, wait, Michelle, you did not like Ryan and Lindsay. But then again... Yeah, no. Lindsay sucks. Okay. Julian Frank, most of Taylor's existence. <laughs> Sandy's hospital thing. Yep. And then Charlotte, except for when Julie said there's only one room for one manipulative bitch in this town. I almost added Charlotte, too, because of how long it went on, but also I did enjoy watching it. Was it was so manipulative. Almost like and, Oliver. You're like, oh, yeah. my God, let someone find out about her already. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, entertaining to watch, but frustrating. Thank you, Jillian. Thank you. On to Lisa, her top storylines. Anna and Seth's friendship. Yeah. Oliver, as much as I don't like Oliver, his story was very interesting. Yeah. So I'm glad another. Yes, we're Oliver, getting yeah. yeah. Julie and Caleb, the ultimate power couple. Plus, you get the Julie Cooper is my mother-in-law comment from Sandy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so true. <laughs> Ryan and Teresa, season one pre-baby. I love their friendship and getting to see that and him helping her out. Yeah. Sandy and Jimmy bromance before Jimmy went back to being Jimmy messed it all up. Yep. Yeah. Bottom storylines, Marissa getting kicked out of Harbor slash Johnny. Yeah. I mean, would I trade that for her staying at Harbor? I don't think so. I mean, what would they do with her there? Right. Uh, Kirsten and Carter, Sandy and Rebecca. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay being the love child and all that drama. See, I loved that, though. Not that I loved Lindsay, but I loved that. No, I agree with you. I (laughs) thought that was when you found that out. I was like, oh, shit. And I totally even forgot that that happened. And when you rewatch and you're like, oh, my God, Renee, a redhead. Oh, Lindsay, a redhead. Oh, this is so could be pretty obvious. Yeah, it was. I really liked all of that. And then when she leaves in the end, I was like, you know what? It's meant to be. But also... Like she didn't add anything, but I I liked that storyline. It was it was fun. Uh, Julie and Luke, mm-hmm. and then Zach. So boring. He is like plain toast. <laughs> Aww, Zach. Zach he's yeah. like our Labrador Retriever. Is yeah. that what we called him? He was like a very, uh, like sophisticated. No, that's not the word. He was, he was like Luke, but then like no, two- the good Luke. Yeah, the- like two point Like we didn't really. Right. Didn't need didn't need Zach in there that much. Uh thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Lexi, she says her favorite storylines. Ryan and Seth. Seth and Summer decorating Marissa's room. Oh yeah. And their diner breakfast. I love the diner breakfast. Also riding bikes in the modal home episode. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Ryan staying with the Cohen's, kind of like what you said at the beginning, Liz, Dawn leaving Ryan with the Coens, that's a given. It's the best storyline of the whole show. Hmm. Ryan and Marissa head to Chino and Core 4 go to TJ. It's so important for their fr- relationship. Uh, she was able to see where he came from. It was one of the first times she saved him. Yeah. Also love the Core 4 at the motel. Seth and Summer fighting in the car. It's such a good story arc. I remember being annoyed with Seth and Summer yeah, fighting in the car. It really sets them up because then yep, they have that's that. That's exactly their banter, their entirety of their relationship. And the next morning, they go out and they get coffee and newspaper, and they're actually like doing the doing same, the same motions. Yep. He passes her the toast. They're the same. It's good. I love you. Thank you. Yes. Such a relatable moment as a high school couple. Yeah, totally. Love the triangle between Luke, Marissa, and Ryan, especially in the debut. Yeah. <sighs> 
Very relatable assumptions and drama in high school. Dating scene is right on with what happens in real life. I love the whole Cotillion story. Yes. The Oliver arc. Here's another one for Oliver. He's like, yes. <laughs> as much as we all hate villain Oliver, he was the best at the best. He bought the drama and the crazy. Best villain on the whole show. The earthquake and the Chris McGaha storylines. Yes. Yeah. I love the Chris McGaha. We love that. (sighs) The earthquake brought the right amount of drama at the end, and the Chris McGaha episode shed light on how important Ryan was to everyone on the show. Totally. I mean, the Chris McGaha is my favorite Chris McGaha. Yeah. It's the only shining light of season four, I think. Yeah. And that first episode is pretty damn good, too. Yes. And the finale is good. Yeah. It, but, it's no, like it is like good first middle end kind of yeah uh, you know yeah there's some hits and misses uh lexi's least favorite sadie johnny and newport union mm-hmm. sadie is a no for me ryan basically chose her over marissa and broke up with her on the phone <laughs> yeah he did break up with marissa over the phone yeah. that was really hard to watch yeah the johnny storyline at newport union was unnecessary and just seemed like the writers were reaching too hard for stories yeah, I mean, it's it just all added to the spiral of Marissa. So maybe that's the only, like, what the writers were going for. Like, oh, we know we need this to happen so that this happens to Marissa. Right. Seth lying to Summer about Brown. Ugh. Messy and confusing, although it pushed him to pursue RISD instead of Brown. Yeah, but, like, there was no RISD storyline right. after that, so. Ryan and Marissa not communicating in season three. Yep. The writers threw their relationship to the wolves. <laughs> it's, it's true. Marissa not telling Ryan about Trey. Yeah, really frustrating, oh. but also, how do you just open up and blurt that out hey, to your, your brother? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Marissa's death. Obviously, I didn't want her to die, so it's clearly a storyline that was just not for me. Mm-hmm. Lindsay being Caleb's child, <laughs> it makes no sense to have a love child and then just have her disappear. Right. It would have been funny. It wouldn't funny. It would have been better if she stayed around, not her specifically, but if he had a more interesting love child. And then yeah. maybe like Haley, let's just say Kirst- it was just Kirsten. And then we find out Haley is the sister. I'd be like, yeah, keep Haley around. She's fun, entertaining. Lindsay... Hell no. <laughs> right. And then her last one, Dean Hess kicking out Marissa and uh, Ryan. I hate that Marissa got flack for saving somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she used a gun. She, we're, we're not safe here. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Thank you, Lexi. Thank you. Moving over to Instagram, at Del underscore Vasto, our buddy Mike. Mike. He says there's no scoop of the week again this week. Oh, no scoops for bonus. It's yeah. Okay. I don't know how I could have done one for top and bottom storylines that that wasn't copying an old flavor. Mm. I did that have soft and hard ingredients to symbolize li- life. And the OC has good parts. Insert soft ingredient here. And some rough <laughs> patches. Insert hard ingredient here. I just couldn't make it original. But no fear. I'll be back for character episodes. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yay. Okay. So his top, top storylines. Number one is Suthamar. Okay. Everything about them. Wonder Woman costume. Coffee cart. The wonderful quote from Seth, the whole reason that we, him and Anna, broke up was because it's always been you, Summer, Mm -hmm. which I totally agree with. I just watched that episode. It's fucking great. (laughs) Uh, I tried to fight it, and I tried to deny it, and I can't do it. I can't. You're undeniable. Mm -hmm. It's another great quote. The Spider-Man kiss. Iconic. And then last season, Seth telling her to go save the world, and Summer sticking her tongue out at him at their wedding. Sweet. Yeah. Yes, they've had rough patches and were annoying and childish at times, but they were children. Yes, they were children. We saw them grow up together. A relationship just isn't Spider-Man kisses and coffee cart confessions. It's everything in between that as well. And that's what Sothamer is. And that's why they're the best. I'll get off my soapbox now. Well, Mike loves Seth. (laughs) Yes, he does love Seth. Uh, Number two is Anna. I love the type of person she was for Seth. They were really good friends. Yeah. Number three, Sandy and Kiki adopting Ryan. Yeah, um, so sweet. Number four is Chris McCuff. And then five, Kiki's alcohol abuse, Caleb dying. That penultimate episode when Sandy gets the phone call and Kirsten grabs the bottle of vodka and walks away is so good. Mm, yeah. And the intervention they have, that always brings a tear to my eye. Of course. I mean, as much as it sucks watching her go through that, they needed it. Absolutely. They needed that storyline to like shake things up, show her human side and 
see that, you know, the relationships, they they require work. And when you don't communicate, then you, you know, have to resort to something else. And I, I liked it as much as it was hard. Right. Uh, an honorable mention, he also mentioned Marissa and Alex. Yes. Yeah. Okay, bottom storylines, <laughs> the hospital. <gasps> it's going to be on everyone's because yeah. it literally sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Johnny. Okay. Short-lived, <laughs> no pun intended. Ooh. Uh, Marissa dying. He says we could have ended the show if, on such a higher note of Marissa. How would you have liked to end it, Mike? Let me know. Yeah, I would like to know that too. And I'm sure we've discussed it. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor, I voiced this many times. <laughs> Luke and Julie. Julie was already a shitty mom to Marissa, and that did not help matters. No, it did not. And then his honorable mention was Frank. So kind of like how I felt his story was way too rushed him to come to the near end and get in a relationship with Julie and the span of what felt like two days felt too rushed. Yes, agreed. Like they were head over heels. It was almost Sadie and Ryan all over again, except adult versions. And they were really intense and really quickly to fall for each other, which is like, yeah, sometimes it may happen. But just the way they pushed Frank is good now. Right. And you're supposed to, like, you're toying with your emotions. Like, wait, I don't know I if don't he's good. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And the whole time you're like, wait, am I supposed to trust him? And then finally you're like, wait, okay, I guess he's better, good. Okay. Hard to say. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Like, we didn't really need to do that. No. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. At Tish underscore Dominique 124. She gave us her top five favorite episodes along with storylines. Oh, Okay. And bottom episodes. So her favorite episodes, number one, the Chris McGaha. Nice. Number two, the mall episode. Oy. Number three, the escape. Number four, the graduates. Oh, I love the graduates. Number five, the LA. I have the script to the LA. The LA, yes. Yeah. The the escape, which one was that? Was that Tijuana? Yes. Okay. I had a feeling. Tijuana. Tijuana. Nice. Tijuana. Okay, some storylines that she loved. Ryan, Marissa, and Seth being really good friends at the start of season one. But we And we always talk about the core four, but these were solid friends first. Yeah. And it's really true. I didn't realize this until I rewatched it again. Right. Because yeah. well, it's like Marissa and Summer. And then Ryan comes in and shakes things up. And he becomes really close with Marissa. And so does Seth. And then and Seth's that- like, oh, yeah, Marissa Cooper. I lived across the street from her for like my entire life. <laughs> And then Summer comes in. Right. Alex and Marissa, it was nice having bi representation that young. Definitely. I actually enjoyed Volchuk's arc. Nice. I don't like him as a person, but I enjoy his arc. I'm going okay. to tell Aunt that. Okay, Tish. girl. Yeah. I see when I looked at Volchuk and on my list, I was like, he's not in the top. He's not in the bottom. I don't know where to put him. I was like, did we need Volchuk? And then I'm like, well, Aunt's like the shoulder, like the little devil on my shoulder. I'm like... We need him, though. He added... without him, like, the whole Marissa storyline would just be different. Yeah, no. He added some... He did. ...very uh, moments where you're just screaming at the TV or you're frustrated. Yeah, and but you then you that. also see, like, the raw side of him. Yeah. Not that you like him, but you're like, okay, I understand he's just a messed up kid and you wish more for him. And he got under Ryan's skin. And like yeah. Anne said, we love watching Ryan punch people. But Ryan gets frustrated very quickly with him. She says she likes how season two focuses way more on romance. I like how season three shows us Ryan's savior complex could cause trouble. And it was nice seeing him always seeing people, but not necessarily seeing consequences. Yeah, that's true. Whereas the end of two and most of three, we see those consequences. Definitely. Okay, bottom five episodes and least favorite storylines. So the bottom five, number one is The Dream Lover, my least favorite episode ever. Ever? Is that the one with Che? That is the one. That's like, it's no, it's older then, right? Um, it's, no, it's, it's season four. It is season four. So that's the one where him and Seth go into the woods. Yeah, I fucking hated that. Yeah. <laughs> the third wheel, which is funny. I love the third wheel, which is with Oliver. Rooney? Rooney. Okay. Luke. That's actually one of my favorite episodes. I love that episode. It was fun. Tish, I would love to know why, why? that's in your bottom. Please DM me, girlfriend, because I want to know why. I... I guess maybe I love that episode more for Luke. Yes. Luke grabs the guitar and oh, he starts yeah. singing and he He's wants to so hang out. He's so funny. Rudy! Rudy! <laughs> Number three is the return of the Nana. 
yeah, sad, depressing episode. The swells. The swells. Mm-hmm. That's Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rivals, which is also a season one episode. Is it? The rivals. They're all so familiar, the titles, and it's like you kind of get the gist of what you think is in the episode, but... Yeah, this is when Oliver is... He transfers to Harbor. Oh, my God. And he pretty much tells Ryan, like, oh, yeah, you're right. Right. And... And the like the note in the locker. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So it's I remember so it all. Good. Okay, some storylines I wasn't a fan of. I like Oliver's character, I guess, but I don't really like what he does to my OTP. Of course. Summer, Seth, Anna Triangle. I wasn't a fan of this at all. I like Summer and Seth as a romantic pair, and Anna and Seth are always meant to be friends. Agreed. Charlotte, I didn't understand her story nor why she was around. <laughs> Not really a fan of the arc of Taylor and Ryan. It was so rushed for me. Definitely. I get giving Sandy and Kirsten issues about Rebecca and Carter. I just didn't like that. No. I know. the che- It's like the cheating thing. It's like, come on. It added drama to them. It did. I and mean, that's what, unfortunate. What other drama? Well, we, we made Kirsten an alcoholic. Yeah, like, that was some good drama. <laughs> I mean, what else? Yeah. I- you know, between getting new jobs, did we have to mess right. with their relationship? Right, right, right. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you, Tish. Mm. At Muse Chick. Ryan and Taylor, yes, I love them, and you know it. <laughs> Free Marissa, this redeemed Taylor in my eyes. Yeah, and when it she did. did help out. Chris McAha, the whole weird world. Jimmy and Sandy opening a restaurant, wish it would have happened. Yeah. The finale with the story before where Seth saves Ryan. Yes. Yeah, some least favorite. Rebecca's storyline mixed with Carter and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Taylor's ex comes back. Yep. Trey coming back. It started the downward spiral Hess, Johnny, and ultimately Volchuk. Che gets Summer kicked out. Would have liked to have seen Summer at Brown. Yes, I would have liked to have seen all the kids at college, but that is something I have expressed at nausea. I think. (laughs) Johnny's storyline, I just didn't like him. The damn hospital storyline. Yep. And Chris Brown's character was unnecessary. Extremely unnecessary. I agree with you. That whole, we could have done so much... So many other things with Caitlin. We didn't have to do that. No, we didn't. We could have seen, we could have had her like have this glow up the whole time as opposed to like the finale being like, oh, she actually finally got it together. We could have seen like a transition more as opposed to her being kind. Like we did see a little bit like a shred of hope in her. Right. But I would have liked to see maybe her blossom more. I actually started watching Chuck with Anne. Oh, you did? And Daryl, the the homeless yeah. guy, he's in it. Uh-huh. Mazuka's in it <laughs> from Dexter. Yeah. The band geek in that episode with Chris Brown, she's, she's in, in it. She's in it, yeah. I was like, wow. They like to reuse. Very cool. It, it's very good so far. I'm enjoying it. Thank you, Vic. Thank you. At Laura Gurgis. Hopefully I'm pronouncing your name right. I try. My least favorite storyline has to be Johnny. It was too much repetition of the Oliver storyline, took up far too many episodes in season three, and ultimately led to Marissa and Ryan breaking up again, which I don't think was needed. Ah, it's so hard for me. I don't compare him to Oliver because I feel like Oliver... Okay, maybe I'll... They both had agendas, but very different agendas. Like, yes, they wanted Marissa's attention, but Johnny did it in a way where it just... It was like subconscious yeah. that he needed her, her attention and her, just her being. He want, he needed to be around her because he felt good when she was around. Where Oliver, we all know, he did that very consciously and made it a point. And to say to everyone in his life, like, yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> you can't catch me. Where Johnny, it's like, he's a sad sack. He's a sad sack. But I don't, like... He wasn't doing it on purpose. No. I don't. So, I mean, Johnny. I can literally go on. I can have a whole Johnny podcast episode. Should we? I mean, are we, everyone like we defend Marissa and Johnny podcast because I tend to find myself defending Johnny. Same. I defend him. I just feel badly for I this. Feel kid. bad for him. They dealt dealt him the shittiest deck on the show. Worse than Lindsay. We're, yeah, yeah I mean, they I kill him. They kill. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they kill this poor kid. He definitely true, 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 d- true. didn't need to die. You know, 
if we wanted to stir some shit up in Marissa's life, we could have maybe had him fall off the cliff and like go into a coma. Not that that, and then not die. Like, why do we have to kill this guy? A 17 year old boy dies right in front of her. Wait, not only it's that, traumatic. but we have to, I mean, he's so tortured too because he gets run over. <laughs> it's awful. He loses right, his like, spot. He gets his, he gets his, his knee fixed or whatever. And then he kills, and then he gets killed. <gasps> It's like, oh man, I got run over by a car and then I fixed myself, but then I died anyway. No wonder why Marissa went into a spiral. No wonder why. I mean, <laughs> I would too. That's awful. It's She's really like, oh my God, this kid had so much to live for. He got better. <laughs> and now I did. They killed, they did, he died. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just always feel badly for Johnny. I do too. Not that I really cared about his character all that much. But Same. every time someone brings it up, I get like this, I just feel like I have to say something. I get almost defensive. <laughs> Me too, I get defensive. Not as defensive as I get with Marissa, but no. I get very defensive. I'm like, you know, let me explain myself. They continue with, picking a favorite is too hard to do. I personally really enjoyed the Trey storyline. Okay. And having a focus on a character biologically related to Ryan, it was a reminder of Ryan's roots and mm. how far he has come since being with the Coens. It's so It's so true. Seeing someone polar opposite yeah. of your main character and how awful this person is and the way Ryan could have turned out. It's very poetic. Uh, two other people that reached out to us at ManUGRT. Least favorite was the whole Oliver trying to take Ryan's place. Mm -hmm. And then at swing four just wrote Rebecca exclamation point <laughs> when I asked on Instagram. Yes, that's exactly the first thing I wrote down was Rebecca. Yeah. Even though I don't feel I took the place of like the hospital or anything. I was like, Rebecca, that's it. Rebecca. Yeah. I don't know what it was about this lady. <laughs> yeah. I uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, when I'm was rewatching last week and it was the third wheel episode mm. and everybody went to not it wasn't the bait shop but they were going to a live like, concert yeah like a venue and there was another episode with a party because obviously that's every weekend it's a party or whatever i was like you know i was wondering to myself if i could have been an extra on the oc which scene would i want to be an extra in so I pulled it out to Instagram. Yeah, we, we, got, got, some, we got a lot of hits. We got some fun answers. So Del underscore Vastos is an extra in Juju and Kiki's gigolo business. <laughs> or how about at the PacWest tour announcement party? Oh. But also would have loved to have been an extra at the diner when Ryan asks Luke, you know what I like about rich kids? Yeah. No, them. Nothing. Right. <laughs> at Muse Chick, someone hanging out at the pier, maybe helping Taylor with something random when Ryan walks up and he says... Hey, and then she smiles and they leave. <laughs> Which I was like, this is so detailed. I love it. You painted your whole moment. Yeah, you painted the moment. So cute. <laughs> At Lauren.mbain says dancing in the club in TJ. Yeah, that would be fun. At Eric underscore Thaddeus underscore versus underscore the underscore world. Whoa. The auction for the movie stuff, the egg. Oh, yeah. That would be fun to be in the audience for that. At AAW3115, prom or a school dance. Prom would be awesome. And then a bunch of people at ManUGRT, at Tish underscore Dominique124, at Emma Foz, at Allie Grex, at Mike Hunkins, all said the bait shop. Bait shop. Yeah, that's like the venue, the concerts, the bar. So what would you want, Liz? I mean, the bait shop would be awesome. Uh... It'll be f I want to get um, one of those Balboa bars on the pier. Yeah. Well, that's just classic. Just like, but you would be in, you would just be in the background. I'd be on the pier. Yeah, it'd be fun to be on the pier. I, I want to be there just physically. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think for me, it's definitely either the bait shop or at a Cohen house party. Mm. Like no one throws a rager like Haley yeah. Nickel. So. I think that would be a lot of fun. And you've also been to the diner. So like you've got I that out of your system already. That would be something fun to all do. All the seats and like all the shimmy seats. my <laughs> tuckus in them. But the bait shop is awesome. Yeah. Because it's so you could you could definitely be in there because there's so many people in the bait shop. So you definitely would get like a spot in the And it's live music. Yeah, it's live, yeah, it's you fun. Know? Yeah. Okay, so before we wrap up couple of weeks ago, we received a message from Teresa and Will, both who have now caught up on the podcast, and they sent us their top five and bottom nice. five. 
characters. So I wanted to share that with you. And I know when Will sent us, we had lots of questions because remember, Lindsay was in his top We five. had a lot. A lot of questions. So I'm going to start with Teresa. She says the OC top five. Number one, Marissa. Nice. Number two, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Number three, Summer. Number four, Anna. Number five, Sandy. Nice. That's a great list. Bottom five. Number one is Trey. Mm -hmm. Number two is Dean Hess. Number three is Veronica. Number four is Lindsay. (laughs) Number five is Charlotte. These, this is a great, this is a great list. Great list. This is a great list. Very comparable. Honorable mentions for the top bullet. He did everything he could for Julie, and even though he knew she didn't love him, his bond with Caitlin was sweet. Yes. Caitlin, I think I really liked Willa. Yeah, same. But I felt she did grow in two seasons. Alex, Luke, and Julie, and Teresa, not because she has my name, <laughs> but because she kind of had her life together. And when she came back from prom, she was taking care of her child. Yeah, she's doing well for herself. She did get her life together very quickly. She had a baby and she's like, okay, this is my time. Yeah. It's time to get it together. Seth, I had to have the core four in the top somehow, even though he annoyed me at some points, where he ended up was great. Yes. Some bottom honorable mentions. Oliver, DJ, I like, why did we need him? DJ. Jess, Holly, and Che. Yeah. You know what, Holly? So. She cheats. Well, Luke cheats on Marissa with Holly. And then season four comes and Holly and Summer hang out. I guess we've we've just forgiven. Okay. Forget it. (laughs) Characters we love to hate. Volchuk, he's like a Rachel or Georgina. You know you're going to get the drama when he comes on. Very true. Johnny, I do feel bad for him, but I was kind of annoyed with him for the most part. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, I mean, it's Jimmy. I know he sucks as a father, but it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy. So true. OTP, Cyan, Seth and Ryan. Yes. They weren't, they went from being best friends to being brothers and just makes me happy. Me too. Favorite ship, oh, this is hard, but I have to go with Ryan and Marissa. I know there were some very tense moments between them, but I love their chemistry from the pilot to when she passes away. Even when they aren't together, they always cared for each other and want each other to be happy. It's absolutely true. Probably the most I've ever seen on a show. Yeah. Like exes that are just truly good friends to the heart, like to the core. That's what they were. And as much as we said, like, oh, they weren't friends, but then they really do develop to be good friends and they are never pity, uh, petty or jealous. You know, it was refreshing to see, even though I've seen it a thousand times, but season one, Valentine's Day episode, we wa- I just watched it. Yeah. Teresa is working the Newport party. Right. Ryan and Marissa are on the outs because of Oliver, right? So Marissa sees Teresa working at the party and Summer sees her and Summer and Marissa have this talk and Marissa's like, there she is. And Summer's like, wow, she's hot. Yes. And Marissa goes, I know. And she's smart and really cool and beautiful. And they have a history. I'm like, when do you ever see teen girls act like this on TV? Never. Every other teen drama we watch, like, oh, what a bitch. What yeah. a slut. I, we're going to get her. Nope. We're going to get her back. Or, like, she's not going to nope. get him. Yeah, so true. It's Marissa is, right. is just like, no, They it makes sense why Ryan would like her. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her. She's perfect. She's great. Like, I know, she's amazing. Marissa, right here. Love it. <sighs> Love it, girl. Never, ever did we get that. No, she never. She was... She was frustrating and it was complicated when she was going through everything that she had to because of her parents. But like when it came to their relationship, she never was. She was only frustrating because she was so naive because she wanted to help and love people. That's what it is. And so that's why it was frustrating, but not because of the way she acted in a a relationship. No. And as much as she could have been, she very well could have been. She had the money. She had the status. Her mom is Julie. You know, she could have been a bitch. Yeah. But she wasn't. Yeah. She could have been Caitlyn. She could. Exactly. <laughs> Caitlyn. Exactly. Caitlyn was the number two and she turned right. out like that. Teresa finishes with another pair I really liked was Alyssa, Alex, and Marissa. Oh, Yes. Even though I felt they moved way too fast by living together, it was nice seeing a different dynamic with Marissa. Oh, I forgot they lived together. Dealt with things. Yeah. I forgot Remember they lived that? together. It was probably a big deal in 2004 for two girls to be in a relationship. 100%. Plus, I really like Alex. She was cool looking. And the fact that she was with both Seth and Summer, I mean, come on. Right. Thank you, Teresa. I'm so glad you caught up and you sent us your list. We always love reading everybody's list. So yes. if you catch this, 
send it over to us. <sighs> and then last but not least, we have Will. Will. Will sent us an email that he finally caught up and he sent us an explanation for his for his top and bottom. We read it a while back. I know. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, I finally caught up with the rewatch podcast after blowing through all the episodes in three months. Wow. Wow. Of course, this podcast is just as good or better than Three Gossip Girls. Okay. Partial, partially <laughs> because this is my favorite show of all time. Totally. I'm kind of pissed I didn't see this episode when you all started, but whatever. I'm not mad. I'm fine. Really. <laughs> Anyways, you talked about my top five and bottom five on the air in episode 414. Oh, wow. So here are some explanations. Ryan, Anna, Sandy, enough said. Yes. Ryan, he rocked the wife beater better than anyone in any movie show ever. Most lovable center of the show. Definitely. Anna, Confidence Cohen. Sandy, the moral center, the fixer, the protector. Mm-hmm. Caleb. His lines are the best written on the show. Sanford, Sandman. Yes. Maybe you can smoke the tree again. I love it. I hear he's handy with an adverb. <laughs> when I have champagne, I get giggly. Oh, my God. The <laughs> best. I love that. Or when he said, I was watching a peanut butter commercial and I started to cry. That's what he says. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Also, his final letter to Kiki was amazing. Even though he was an egotistical ass, he Definitely. pulled it off in a way Bart Bass could never. A hundo. He had depth. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, Bart. Yeah. Lindsay, beyond what I said before, I think she spurred Ryan's turn towards academic success. More, okay. More focus on Ryan as a capable student. She was created... She also created the Yama Clause. She did. You have to give her the, the credit for that. That's the only positive thing. A hallmark of Chrismica. She is bland compared to the glitz and glamour of the OC, but I could see her being a central character with depth in a show like Gilmore Girls. Definitely. And I have a place in my heart for hot nerds. She could have been Rory Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, I think she could have just been someone else on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Like in an alternate redheaded Gilmore Girls, she would have been Rory Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. A counterpoint to Ant, he always talks about the validity of Volchuk being based on how he moves a pilot, creates tension, even though Lindsay's relationship flip-flopping was annoying. Mm. Her plot with Caleb drove the whole season. It's true, it did. It was a top three storyline for a while. That's worth something. Yes. Oh, the, it was a top three storyline for a whole season. That's worth something. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely no, right definitely. I, I enjoyed the whole thing. It's just her character by herself. No, I don't like, right. You know. Split. If I had to replace her in my top five, it would be with Marissa. She grew on me this rewatch. Or Luke. Yes. His yes. post-Tijuana arc is so wholesome and then scandalous oh. and then sympathetic. It's a good progression. So true. Luke is so good. Summer and Seth become stale post-season two, even though I love them as characters. Agreed. Bottom five. Volchuk, Johnny Bullet. Volchuk sucks and condones or perpetuates rape, theft, kidnapping. Ho-ho! He can be a bad boy and not be a shitty human. Yes. Johnny is all pity, no depth. Bullet and Caitlin is great. Love, bang. <laughs> Him and Julie is the worst storyline of the show. <laughs> wow. Of the show. I mean. That's a strong a, statement, a strong Will. statement. I'm so yeah. glad we're going to discuss parents with him. Me too. Oh, my God. He's going to have such the tea. Oh, like, I'm just so excited for that. Same. We um, picked our patron guest spots for our future character episodes, in case you're wondering what I talked about. So. <laughs> What I just mentioned, we have six character episodes that are coming, and Will is going to be on for parents. Yes, which are which is our final. It's our bonus. final episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, Oliver, I love to hate him, but the feeling I get every rewatch when I first see his face, I want to punch him through the screen. Yes, which I think makes him so good. You know. Yeah, Haley, Haley, she's a fucking mess, <laughs> and when she finally figures it out, she suddenly goes off screen, becomes a nice cameo. Yeah. If Haley had a larger plot in season two, she would be off the shit list. I think of Haley and all I hear is Sandy saying, Luna what? Luna chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I feel like if we would have utilized her more, we would have, you know, got to see some progression there, but they didn't use her. I love the scene where she's just staying in the Cohen's house and she said some things to Kiki and her and Sandy share a bagel at night. Yeah. And it's just so sweet. Yeah, I like that too. Bonus. I love Kiki, but she is the most forgotten core character on top five, bottom five list. I think that's 100% true. 
And he says, I wonder why. I think it's because her plot lines from late season two until pregnancy are annoying or stale. But her taking in Ryan until she pissed me off with the Carter stuff was one of my favorite three stretches of the show for any character along with Ryan plot to Trey Mm. coming back and Rosa plot to whenever she left. (laughs) Rosa is the royal of the OC. She deserved better. She is. She is the royal of the OC. Most underrated small row, Holly. She somehow has separate storylines with Kirsten, Marissa, Summer, and Luke. When you put it like that. High efficiency rating for Holly. Wow. Worst small role, Jess Sathers. Yes. Fuck off, Jess. Also, <laughs> Carter, Rebecca, can't get the fuck out of here Yes, well. agreed. Controversial opinion. Che is annoying as hell, but one of the most underrated of season four. If only you can tell he pushes Summer in her eco phase, which dominates her identity, destiny in season four. Without Che, she might have had more noopsie bimbo episodes. Two were enough. That is true. I will give him that credit. Best one character episode. Donnie, life is what you make it. Yes, Donnie. Abercrombie and Fitch, water polo, playing bitch, drink their beer, dance with their honeys. Some real top grade dialogue. I just loved that. As much as it was stressful to see that whole gun situation, Donnie's character was was the Ryan Atwood of Newport. And then... God, life is what you make it. (laughs) Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone who sent in their top five uh, and bottom five episodes. Yeah. It's been it's been fun talking about this, reminiscing from the way, way back. Yeah, this is a requested topic yeah. that we do, so I'm glad it made it in. The next six episodes will be our final episodes of Let's Talk OC for the unforeseen future. Right. And they're going to be all about characters. So next week is going to be all about Marissa. Super excited for this one. And that's with our patron, Kiralee. Kiralee. I'm, I'm really, so really excited. excited. So stay tuned for that. And if you like what you're hearing, you can check out our Patreon network. It's ittakes3network.com. We post the episodes early. We have behind the scenes up there. We have Topic Tuesdays up there. And it's just a lot of fun. It's a good community. Everybody gets along. If you haven't yet and you are an Apple Podcast listener, please consider leaving us a review and rating us five stars. No pressure, but it does help. And that way more people can find the show. And it just means so much to us. It really does. Yeah. I can't believe we're wrapping down. I like wrapping up, or I should say wrapping, wrapping down. down. <laughs> Not just this episode, but just Let's Talk OC in general. Yeah. It's just weird it's to think weird about. It's a weird feeling. And uh, if you you know, like our voices so much and like what we have to say, you should check out our other baby podcast. Little girl. Three Gossip Girls. That podcast just wrapped up on season three. So you can... Still have three more seasons to join us. Right, but you can catch up. Yeah. And maybe if you haven't watched Gossip Girl yet, it pairs perfectly with the show. (laughs) And then you can join us as we pick up for season Season four. four in February. Yeah, February 4th, we premiere our season four opener. I can't believe it. Yeah, so it gives you guys plenty of time to catch up. Come join us over there. We have still a fun community. It's a lot of our patrons, but we still have some some OG yeah. Gossip Girl love and peeps over there too. So, And what's fun about that is I'm the newbie. I have no idea who Gossip yes. Girl is. I have no idea what's happening every week. So if you're a newbie, come join me and let's make productions together. And then last but not least, I hope everyone in the States has a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Stay safe, enjoy your family, and eat some good food. Mm-hmm.